0: The Gran School of Business and Management at Pepperdine University proudly presents the Dean's Executive Leadership Series. This podcast invites top business practitioners and thought leaders to share their view on the real world of business.
1: Just a couple of questions for the audience before we wrap up, and we have some door prizes to draw and raffle for. But do uh, we have a couple of questions from the audience for Rich before we close? How are you? Hi. Uh, first
0: of all, just wanted to get a little bit more. Oh, okay, sorry. I uh, just wanted to uh, get a little bit more. Uh, insight into you know, the, the experience you have coming into turnaround situations, one of the things that I think um, as emerging leaders, uh, a lot of the students uh, are going to need to learn more about is coming into organizations that may already have a culture uh, or a history of not necessarily performing uh, the way they're supposed to, and, and that goes back to your attitude, where the attitude is probably negative. And, and if you could talk a little bit about the strategies um, that you used and, and maybe some things you learned about what you might use uh, going forward uh, to really come into a place where the existing culture is negative and maybe so strong, and you really need to change that attitude in order to really implement the things uh, that, that you see uh, need to be changed in order to, to make that turnaround happen. Thank you. Okay. Well, we could talk all night about that one. but. Um, you know, my first response is if you sense that in the interview and when you're on campus, you know, I'd really say, unless you, unless you're in situations I've been in, you got to pay a mortgage and you got to do something, you know, I'd say look at something else if, if you can sense that going in. Um, but you know, the reality is, if if you're really talented, any situation you go into, you're going to find a way to make it better. Um, so the advice I'd give you is, start small, right? Start in the areas that you can have influence. Um, and win, you know, by hitting singles, okay? If, if we can use a baseball analogy, if that's okay. That works. Um, you know, win by hitting singles. And I think that what you're going to find is that you're going to get a lot more cheers from the fans, which are your bosses. Um, you're going to get a lot more support from the dugout, which is your teammates. Um, and you're going to put a lot more Ws up on the board, which is the ultimate game as far as the business winning. Um, and I think that once you get a tag as a new employee going in, that you're doing those kind of things, you're going to find someone's going to want to mentor you. Someone's going to steal you and pull you into their department. I can just tell you, you know, there's a lot of smart professionals out here, and we're always looking to surround ourselves with talent. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to have the talent around me, and, you know, a lot of it has been very strategic. I'm pulling them, away, pulling them along, and I get criticized for it. You know, and, oh, another F.O.R., friend of Rich, uh, found, his, found their way. But um, I think what people look back on and say, but boy, they're talented. And um, so I hope that you're one of those people that is up here speaking in uh, 10 years or so, and and you're sharing with young people your story and your journey uh, and how you matured. um, But hopefully it's from hitting a lot of singles.
1: Well, and I think you've built so many relationships over the years that actually influenced your career so much that having those friendships and building those relationships is significant to your career beyond just the quality of work that you did.
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, Frank said it, and a lot of times you don't know you're doing it, which I think that, then I think that your intent is right. If, uh, if it's really genuine, people see through it. You know, you, you know when someone's up speaking in front of you, where their, where their motive is and their meant. To, you know. But, um, you know, when, it, when it's right, it just it, does, it just seems like it's, you know, no effort, like skiing downhill. Mm-hmm.
1: Mike put Andrew's name down, we're going to have him back to speak at Dell's in about 10 years, okay? Great. Another question, and then we'll wrap after that.
0: So while we're looking, I'm oh, just... another,
1: I'm having a hard time seeing okay. there's so much light here, so yes.
0: Hi, um, you spoke uh, that you like to give to your employees and um, also you mentioned the times when you had to tell them that uh, they may leave the company if they didn't do the right thing so i was wondering how much you use positive uh, motivation and how much you feel like you still need to use also negative motivation like fear
1: of being laid off (laughs) The carrot versus the stick kind of approach here.
0: Well, if I was honest with you, and if you ask some employees, you'd probably say that, you know, rich probably puts a lot of fear into people because if you come to my office, like what I said earlier, numbers don't lie, people do, right? So that's kind of, you know, the old accounting mentality. But, you know, people shouldn't be afraid if they're going to come in and speak honestly and with the spirit of, of winning as a company. But if people are coming in because they're trying to better their own agenda, yeah, they're going to meet a very rigorous rich. Because I, you know, I can see through that stuff pretty quickly. Frank can see through it even more quickly than me. Um, but um, I think that, you know, if I if I spend 99% of my time on the positive reinforcement and cheerleading, I hope that's how I'm remembered. But I think that uh, also as a as a gatekeeper um, for integrity and for our values, I, I have HR responsibility. Um, that's probably one percent of the time. Is it's um, you know it's making sure you do the right thing, and um, if that means course correction for or some employees along the way, you know, hopefully that they learn from it, embrace it, and step up and want to be part of it. Um, there's a gift for you, there's a couple gifts. Um, Monica and I do a daily reading, uh, a devotional reading every morning, so I didn't want to go too faith based on you. But here's a, here's a book that um, I would hope you leave by your desk, especially if there are professionals in the room, um, and you take a read on this because I think it has a, a real uh, awareness. You know, when you leave school, uh, a lot of that academic sort of just dries up. A lot of that in, in, in enlightenment uh, dries up, especially if you read the journal every morning, like I am. Um, but you read—it's a one pager every day. Leave it on your desk, leave it next to your toilet, wherever you find peace and rest. Um,
1: <laughs> as long as that is not in class.
0: <laughs> it's a paperback, so if you run out of paper, you know it's probably, it's probably a good place. But. Um, I hope you do find some continued inspiration and enlightenment from reading this. I have in the past year, I give it to people who I feel that um, they will welcome the enlightenment. um, And I think that it comes back time and time again. People send me an email and say, hey, did you read today's? You know, I'm like, yeah, this is what I thought. What do you think? And um, So hopefully you enjoy that. And you'll enjoy some of our new sports product. And our distributors are here to to talk to you about those and sell them to you. So our numbers can even be better next (laughs) quarter. But uh, again, enjoy the gifts.
1: Thank you so much. And after having you here this evening and and getting to know you and hearing your story, I can understand why Kay suggested that you come speak because uh, I think your values very much resonate with uh, what we try to teach our students in our program. And certainly the turnaround at Herbalife has been a fascinating story as well. So thank you so much, Rich. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Our next Dean's Executive Leadership Series event will be on January 11th. We'll be, uh, have Jerry Wilson with us. We're going from really, really healthy Herbalife to Coca-Cola, uh, so uh, join us for that. He is the Senior Vice President and Chief Customer and Commercial Officer. That will actually be right back here. Again, and then following that, on February 16th, we'll be in Malibu with Blake Irving, who is the Executive Vice President, Chief Product Officer at Yahoo, and an alumnus of Pepperdine and the Business School. So thank you all so much for being here. It's been a pleasure to start the year off with you, Rich, and with all of you in the room. We hope to see you again in January.